everybody for tuning in to ELR Prophet and Chip. Thank you for entering in on tonight. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, everyone. God bless everyone. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining. Amen. Beyond Four Walls. Amen. On tonight. I'm going to have everybody call us live. God bless you. God bless you, everybody. We are going live. We are live. I got it. All right, everybody. Blessings, blessings, everybody. Blessings, blessings. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. All right. All right, guys. We're getting ready to turn in. Amen. Get ready to turn this platform over to. Amen. The man of God on tonight. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless everybody tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Love and Action Christian Center. Amen. Live from Miami, Florida on tonight. Hallelujah. All right, guys. We're getting ready to listen up. Listen up, y'all. Listen up. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning on YouTube, live on YouTube, on the church channel, Spotify. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. 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 Amen. God bless you and thank you for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Chip Podcast Network, where we're spreading the gospel, amen, throughout the nation, amen, on tonight, amen, amen, God bless you on tonight, so for those who are tuning in live, amen, on, hallelujah, on tonight, beyond the four walls, amen, we want to bring special greetings, amen, and we want to go ahead and pray for for the man of God, amen. And we pray, amen, that God increase him on tonight, amen. But right before that, I'm going to turn this over to the platform, to the man of God on tonight, however the direction he wants to lead in and tonight, amen. Be attentive to everything that happens on tonight, amen, because I believe that it's a word for you on tonight. It's a word, amen, that comes directly from heaven. So we're excited about what God is doing Amen. We bring once again, amen, tune in. Thank you for tuning in throughout the week. It's such a blessing, amen, to connect, amen, with everyone in the kingdom. God bless you. Introducing to some and others on tonight, amen, however the direction, amen. If uh, Lady Goffin is uh, is an elect lady on tonight, amen, hallelujah. Yes, you. All right, okay. We're going to turn this in on into the woman of the hour. Amen. The hostess with the mostest <laughs> on tonight. Amen. Our honorable, amen, elect lady. <laughs> Gloria 
golfing on tonight. So we're going to turn this over to the woman of God. Amen. Amen. As she introduced, amen, the man of the hour on tonight. God bless you. Good afternoon, everyone in Radio Land. Uh, this is Elect Lady from Love and Action Christian Center and my daughter. I just want to leave a little thought. First, I want to thank God for letting us be able to see another day and to be here uh, in this Bible study tonight. Uh, I want to, um, we thank God. We thank you, Lord. Lord, for all you give. Thank you, Lord, for the food we eat. We thank you, Lord, for the lives we live and to our loved ones far away. Please, Lord, send your blessing, Lord, we pray, and help us all to live our day with thankful heart and loving ways. Amen? Amen. I also um, have something I want to say to encourage you. Be strong. Be strong and a good courage. Be all that is faith of you. Let the Lord lead the way unto a brighter day and show him how we can do it. Be strong and a good courage. Just knowing that God is near. To help you knock down each barrel. To help you strengthen and carry out your burdens. Doubt and fear. Be strong and a good courage, and you wish God holy son. Don't give to temptation. Say a prayer violation. There are battles to be won. Okay, I want to thank God for that. And I want to say uh, overcome rejection. And Jesus said this to his disciples. Then he said to the disciples, anyone who accepts your messenger, also accepting me. And anyone who rejects you is rejecting me. And anyone who rejects me is rejecting God who sent me. Amen. So uh, I want to um, let my husband, my pastor, my husband, Pastor Golfin, come in and let the Lord use him in whichever way he wants to. Amen. 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 We are grateful to be here tonight and we thank God for this opportunity to to bring forth the word on tonight. I started on the other last Tuesday. Amen. Called uh, Six Lives That the Devil Used to Destroy Marriages. Amen. So that's what awesome. we have to, one of the, the things that we have to look out for. Amen. The devil talks to us. Amen. He comes to us. But listen, like I say in the past, that um, you can keep him. You can't keep him from coming, but you can keep him from hanging around. But when he goes to talking to anybody else that you know talking in your ear about this and about that, you shut him down right quick. Yes. Let him plant that seed, thought in your mind, and then you'll be all right. Every time he goes to say something negative. No matter, I mean, you don't just tell them to know that's not the way God says. That's right. God Amen. Don't, say that. don't do that. God never prayed the problem. He always prayed the end result. That's what we're going to have to start doing. Pray the end result. Never pray the problem. Pray the end result. That's what we should be doing. 
Lord, I thank you for the healing. I thank you for the blessings. And we go and cry and talk about, Lord, I don't have this, I don't have that. You know, just pray the end results. Lord, I thank you for blessing me. I got food on my table, clothes on my back, shoes on my feet. I just thank God tonight. I, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be here. Amen. Because God has been good to me. I don't know how, well, I know he's been good to everybody. Well, I know he's been good to me. But I can only speak for myself. And I don't complain about, I try not to complain about anything. Because complaining is not going to fix anything. If it did, we wouldn't have any problems. We would have no circumstances, no bad circumstances. Nothing would ever be wrong. Because we, we don't, you know, worry, we don't spread that out right away. The worry does not fix anything and make things worse because you keep saying it and saying it. And the more you say it, the more you bring it into into reality. So you got this. Whatever you say, your words your, your words have power, negative or positive. So let us speak positive about everything. And God will work things out for you. If you he can't work things out if you're in the way. So how you gonna get involved if you there all the time trying to fix yourself? You know, good way you can't fix it. It got worse since you start speaking negative. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But uh, six, six lies the devil tells. Uh, the six lies the devil used to destroy marriages. And uh, he, he going to track up the marriages. Uh, marriages start, I mean, marriage started before the home was established. No, I say, no, I say remember, God established a home before he established a church. Uh, you know, and uh, until our home comes together, until our marriages come together, the church is the way it's always going to be hurting. The Bible says two are better than one. But if they are one, will lift up his companion. So we can help us to one another. And we always we should keep each other encouraged about, you know, the thing that's going on. Listen, we're going to make it no matter how things might seem, but we're going to make it. And I, like, I, I have my own little saying and say, you're going to be all right. Mm. So then you will be all right if you put, put your trust in God. If you believe in him, if you've been believing in him from the up until now, what's stopping you from continuing to believe in him? Don't let nothing stop you from believing in him. Listen, we got to trust the process. It takes time to get from one. You don't take but one step at a time. If you, even if you run it, it takes time to get to the end, to the to the finish line. And God be working on us when we languish in, in situations. He be working on us. Patience. Let patience have a perfect work. Have a way. And if you do that, patience will bring you into that knowledge of what's going on. And you'll be able to help listen. Like I said, people out there, it's not all about you and your family, but other people out there. God wants us to reach besides our families. There are people out there you might run into in, in the store, or uh, while you're shopping in the mall. So we must uh, you know, stay alert. Amen. God has a plan. For your marriage, Amen. Satan is the enemy of your of your marriage, Amen. So let us 
keep these things in mind. The devil is mad. Because if he got two people stumping on him at the same time, you know, he might be in a might be in the emergency room by now. So they've left. Say now. Amen. Put a drop kick on the right foot. And get him about your life. It means he's not coming back, but then he'll run off and get on. And think about that thing will come uh, again to you. So we have to uh, remember what God's word is saying and what it says. Let us apply the word to our lives. Let us pray together. Let us study together. Amen. Let us become one shoulder. God wants the husband and wife to be one. Amen. And, and that's what, you know, that's a te- that teamwork when we're together. Amen. What we're going to do next? Let's pray and ask God what we should come, what we should do next. Put God first. Family second. The job is done. Put God first. Put God first.
Well, stay happy and you are not. You are miserable. You don't have nobody. And probably the reason why, because you're the gospel. Uh oh. If you tend to your business to let everybody else go, people have time to worry about what nobody else is doing. And uh, let people handle their own problems. If they ask for advice, that's a different story. Yeah, child, I got some. Let me tell you what happened to me. So that's what happened to you. That's not what's going to happen to us. So we got to stand on ground. Don't let people rush up and tell you all kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, they, they, they don't want you to be happy. Amen. He has a plan for your life. He has a plan for your life. For you, your wife, your children, and for your ministry. Yes. Work in the ministry together. Pray together so you know what to do. When God speaks to you, go right off and do what he's supposed to do. Amen. And his lies in order to prevent him from destroying your marriage. Yes, yes. In order to prevent him from destroying your marriage. Yes. I have learned in working with people and their marriages over the past few years that the devil does not have any new plans and schemes. He uses the same old lies, lies over and over again. People come to me and say, my mate, Says this, that, and the other. Or they will say, you know, I have just thought. And this temptation, I, I've all, I can almost tell them what they are going to say before they say it. Because I heard the same thing over and over again. My God. So, you know, they, they keep people encouraged. And people just walk with their okie dokie every time. They don't, you know, they don't think they just go to worry about stuff that's not even necessary. Because they all they want to do is plant the seed and get you to think. If that's what he is, that's what's going on. And he'll give you a dream. And he'll know that, hey, this is this is what your husband's doing right here. And we got to be aware of the end. We got to know what's going on at all times. Amen. How foolish the devil is. He has no new tricks. He had deceived the body of Christ with, with the same old lies again and again. Oh we must learn to detect the voice of the of the any of evil of the evil one. For he whispers these lies in our ears. If you don't, well let him. We are let him deceive us and destroy our marriage. A lot of people have got divorces because of what somebody said and what the devil has put in their mind. You know, you you got to think before you know go out and divorce somebody. And the Bible said that a lot of people divorce because of the hardening of their heart. It's about them. They don't realize other people are is uh, gonna be affected by what they the divorce that they have when they when they get divorced from one another. The children is going to be affected. And they don't never get over, they never get over the divorce. Amen. Because as long as mom and dad are still alive, they already expect them to get back together at some point. Amen. The children are attached to their parents. And, you know, and, um, you know, when they were born, your mother and father were together. Now all of a sudden, they want to depart. And you have to think about this stuff. The lies that you're going to hurt on both sides of the family, the husband and the wife. You know, so that's what we have to do. 
You know, in some of our families, we, got, we don't have in-laws, we got some outlaws. So we have to stay prayed up and watch as well as pray because he don't care. He don't care. Amen. He don't care. In this book, we're going to take a look at the most common deceptions Satan uses against marriages. You learn to recognize and refute from God's word. The sixth line the devil most often uses to destroy marriages. The Bible says in John 4, 4 I mean 8 and 44, the devil that the devil is a liar and the father of lies. Now he's been lying from the beginning. He just started he just started this yesterday or this morning. He's the father of lies. So he 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 started this stuff a long time ago. He even lied to himself. He deceived himself when he thought he could, you know, take over and rule his heaven. But God wasn't wasn't gonna let that happen. That's why he was kicked out. The devil knew what's going on in heaven. He was there. He was the archangel. He was the praise leader. He used to bring the praises to the Lord. And all of a sudden, this thought came to him. Say, he, you know, he, he man, people are, uh, you think they're one way, then another, then all of a sudden, going to bend all the while. Then they'll show up with the most stuff. Then no, this is not the way it's supposed to go. But the devil wants to be in charge. The devil lied to Adam and Eve in the very beginning. He lied to God's people ever since. Unfortunately, too often when couples hear these lies, they believe them. They, they accept Satan's deception as reality. I want you to learn to recognize truth and, rec and recognize when the enemy is whispering in your ear. Perhaps you are not with all Satan's lies. Some of the things we'll, some of the things we talk about may not apply to you. But look at them all. And if you ever get in the place where you are struggling and you hear one of these lies, you'll be able to recognize the devil's work right away. And be able to drive the enemy away from your marriage. That's what we have to get. Just sit there and listen to what he's saying, and take in what he's saying. And, and you know what I'm saying. And that's what what he's saying to you. That is the reality. It's not reality. But we can't just if, if you go to thinking this. The Bible says, "So uh, whatever you think, so a man thinks, so is he." But you don't want to think evil. You don't want to think bad. You don't want to think negative. I mean, the devil, he'll, he'll, have, he'll try to win you over if you let him. Amen. The first lie God, the Satan wants, God's word does not provide healing. God provides healing for the marriage. Now, if you want to stay married, you can. But if you don't want to stay married, listen, he's not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. You have a will. You have a will. You could choose to stay married or to divorce. The first lie that devil tells so many hurting couples, line one, is simple. God's word really doesn't provide marriage healing. I heard this so much 
it just don't I just don't think God can heal my marriage. I don't see in the Bible where he's healed marriages. I just don't think it is in God's word. How sad when people really believe they have no choice except to suffer in a bad in a bad marriage situation or else get a divorce. Well, that's just not true. That's a lie of the devil, of the devil. God does want you to suffer, does not want you to suffer. He wants, he does not want you to get a divorce. He wants to heal your marriage. Matthew 19 and 5 and Mark 10 and 9 both say the same thing. What God has shown together, let no man to a son. 1 Corinthians 7 and 27 says, if you are married, do not seek divorce. Then in Malachi 2.16, God says, I hate divorce. Now, surely even reason and logic tells us that if God says no divorce, then he must have provided a way God didn't come here half step. Everything that we need, God already done furnished it for us. Everything. When, when Jesus was on the cross, and when he hung his head, he was said, it was finished. And he died. So that means no matter what that you need or, or want or desire, it's already here for us. All we have to do is reach out and receive Praise him for it. Never stop praying. If you want something, just pray the for it. Like I tell people about homes, if you desire a home, amen, go out and look around in the neighborhood. And, you know, you don't have to go and look at them, some rundown neighborhoods, go in a nice neighborhood. And then find you something. Don't let them really take you. These houses almost, they lean and they almost fall in the next two or three minutes. You move too fast by and fall down. You don't need that. Get the best that God has to offer. Get the best. But he wants you to have the best. If he didn't, he wouldn't have said that if the sure. He said the earth is the food. And everything that's in it belongs to him. He wants us to enjoy the things of God in in, in, in godliness. So that's what he wants. He didn't just, you know, want us to live in the if you want to stay in an apartment in the in, in, in place like that, go ahead on. Ain't nobody gonna condemn you for it. But if you, you can do that, it's up to you. Stop letting I don't have keep you from moving up. And don't let you don't let you get I don't think I can do that. No, you can't. But God has done. And he can provide you a home in any neighborhood if you can believe it for it. Talking about a payment, no? God can do that too. Give you a home. Somebody's to pay for it. They don't have to pay for it, but pay, make every payment every month for it. God got many ways of doing things, but, but we just don't believe him enough or trust him enough. I mean, to, to let him do what he want to do for us. We live a right in life all our lives until we, we live, say, righteous, holy, and, go, and don't have no fun, no, no nothing while we're here. But God wants to enjoy life. I'm going to have me some heaven on the way to heaven. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but that's what I'm going to do. 
have me some heaven on it. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to have a good time serving God. I'm going to go out to dinner. I'm going to go to different places. Might go to, I might go to uh, uh, some of these big places like in California. got these, um, uh, where they go at to, to, for the snow, Colorado. You know, get some skis. Learn how to ski or something. And you can, you know, take a break and go ski. Learn how to ski. They got people that teach you how to do that. You just don't, you know, just go to church and come home, go to church and come home, go to church, go to work, come home. No, it's more to life than that. Amen. We are redeemed from divorce. Jesus redeemed us from the cross, on the cross. He redeemed us from sin, sickness, and disease. The Bible says he restored all that the devil had, the devil took from us. And that including a blessing and beautiful marriage. According to Galatians 3, 13, 14, Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. Don't let nobody say you're under the curse. You're no longer, we're no longer under the curse. Galatians 3, 13, 14 says we're no longer under the curse. No longer. When he hung on the cross, he took you all, everything. Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. And let me tell you, marriage problems are a curse of the law. Deuteronomy 28 makes it clear that it is a curse to live in divorce and adultery. It talks about being away from your family and being away from your home. And certainly can describe the efforts, the effects of divorce and adultery. And it's a curse. The Bible says Jesus redeemed us from the curse, from that curse. So we don't have to live with divorce in our lives. One day, the Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Well, Moses permitted the people to divorce. And this was and this was Jesus to answer. But from the beginning, this was not so. Mark 10. What he was saying was that this was not God's original plan, not his will. Mm. So Jesus on the cross brought us back to the beginning. He brought us back. To his original plan and that is for you to have a blessed and beautiful marriage you want to have you don't have to stay in a state in an unhappy marriage and so you don't have to get a divorce you can be free your marriage can be healed jesus is a healer we walk we all know that that one of the greatest characteristics his characteristics he is a healer he heals bodies he heals spirits he heals minds he heals relationships and he heals marriages jesus wants to heal your marriage don't sell it for second best don't sell it for less that's god's perfect will Marriage, 
healing is a part of redemption. But it is a part of redemption. People, it takes work. Marriage takes work, but a lot of people don't want to work. They want to. They want to divorce the first of the time. Somebody hurt your little teeth out your feelings. They want to get on get a divorce. Oh, he hurt my feelings. He said something hard to me. Honey, keep on living. Somebody else gonna hurt you. Or say something you ain't gonna like. Somebody else gonna offend you. Just listen. Jesus was offended. They hurt him. They rejected him. That did a whole lot more to him than that being done to us. This little stuff we're going through is nothing. Jesus already was the first example for us. He led by example. So if you're going to take up your cross and follow him, expect these things to happen to you. There's no way you can live on this earth without somebody hurting your feet or sometime or another. That's something going wrong sometime or another. If that's the way it is, that's the way it's going to be. If you want to, don't want to live that gentleman, come on, Lord, just take your home right now. Get out of here. That's either way. But the best way to live where you would live for somebody else. It's not about, like I say, it's not all about us. It's about other people out there we got to win. It's about Jesus. It's about the kingdom. And we're part of the kingdom. We're sitting in the heavenly places with Jesus Christ. But we got to be an example. We have to be an example for our children, for our neighbors, for our family members. Anybody go down and fill out some paper, but you know that the court system now just not giving you the rules. You got to, you got to go to counsel and all of that other stuff when mm-hmm. they decide to give you the rules and see things like you. You just don't walk out there and be in my whole house. And it's okay, you out. They don't work that way. Even in the even in the secular world, it don't work that way. God wanna give, he gives us chance after chance. He don't say, Listen, I just gave you two chances. You don't get no more, it's over. No. He knows us. He knows our frame. He knows who we are. We were created from dust. He knows our weakest points. He knows our strongest points. Man. These things are going to happen. They're going to happen. But you got God on your side. Listen, we are surrounded by God. He lives in us and we in Him. So how can you lose with the word that we use? If you use the word, you can't lose. It might not happen overnight, but you got to keep praying. Keep believing God. Keep believing Him. We, I don't know if I told the story before, but we had a young lady in the church. Her husband divorced her and married another lady. This woman wanted to get her a green card. They stayed married for five years, and when she got a green card, she cut him loose. She dropped him like a hot butter kiss. Because all she wanted was her green paper. She didn't, took, she didn't care what it took to get there. Now, she did that to get us. Why can't we fight for our marriage? Why can't we fight for our children? Why can't we fight for our, our family members and our friends and our church brothers and sisters? Why can't we fight for them? Now, for us to do that, to get that green paper to stay in America, why can't we fight for something that we say, I love you, baby, I'm going to stay with you, I'm going to be for better for worse. And sisters in hell, for riches for poor. But when it comes, a lot of people just be saying these things when the tough times come, they can't handle it. It's a tough time, don't last tough people do. So you got to be able to stand 
Like I say, I can understand somebody he told you and all that, and just physically and mentally, no, you ain't got to stay there. Break camp, quit passing her. You don't have to stay there. But sooner or later, he's going to kill you, you're going to kill him. I had to paralyze later for the wheelchair in the bed, can't move again. Mm -hmm. No, because that, 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 that brutality, that terror. You don't need that to tell him he loves you. How he loves you, you don't move up. You got black eyes. And he's laying in the rain. No, if he loves you, he wouldn't hit you. He wouldn't, he wouldn't talk nasty to you. He wouldn't curse you out, call you all kind of bees and stuff. He wouldn't do that. Them, those kind of people, they have a problem. They are cowards. Mm -hmm. That's what they are, because they wouldn't walk up to a man to do that. No. See, they do that to some women, because some women ain't going to go for that. They wouldn't get you to come in. They got stuff on the stove waiting on you for it. You better watch out. I mean, I don't want to tell them what that is, but you know. But um, Judy and her husband got back together. And they done had two or three children since then. So, you know, it's never over. Now, she fought for her marriage, even he divorced her. She fought for her marriage. They went on the fast and they prayed, and God brought them back together. They remarried. So there's no such thing as you can't. You don't want to. You going you looking for either way out. And you know, no, there's no either way in, in, in serving the law. I mean, you know, things will happen. You just got to roll it. Pray. Try to lift you up here and encourage you. You're not the only one that's been hurt and you'll be the last one. But you gotta remember that. God is with you all the time. Amen. He's rooting for you. That's my daughter. That's my son. They're going to make it. And then you go and listen to the devil. The devil talk you into divorcing your wife or your husband. You know, so you can't do that. You know, don't let somebody rush you to do something where you'll regret it later. We got to stay watchful. Stay watchful. And God will pray. He will deliver you. He will set you free. It takes time to work on you. Listen, if God is working, God is working on you. People don't want to forgive. They, they, they are bitter. I mean, they argue all the argue when the white husband will come on. Why should he come on? You arguing all the time about everything. No matter what, how you look, how small it is. You argue about everything. You don't know how to take some stuff and just go on with it. Argue about everything. You got a man that's working and he's supposed to provide, supposed to protect and provide. That's his responsibility. And make sure there's a roof on the food to eat, bills to pay, the thing that you, the necessities of life that you should have. Amen. You make sure you get, get tired every you know if you get paid too many people get paid every week, but if you get paid every week, every two weeks or once a month, you give God his ten percent. Amen. And give an offer. Give an offer. He didn't say how much of all he said give an offer. A lot of people want you to give as much as how much you pay tithes, they want you to give how much you pay tithes. I told them, what that is, is what shall do. 
you read it from. And then, you know, that's crazy. These people are money hungry. I mean, they're, 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 they're deceivers. They're manipulators. They're controllers. You don't, you know, you don't do that. So, you know, if God laid on your heart to ask for a certain amount of money, that ain't every service night, uh, every service day. And so if they got things now, you got to pay what you call it a, for the New Year's coming in. Get five hundred dollars. You know, that'll take care of you for the whole year. Now, if, if God says we're going to bless us, why do we, why do we have to pay for blessings? If we couldn't pay for salvation, how can we pay for blessings? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God, God wants to live a righteous life. We got a lot of people out there who are seeing you blind. As soon as your money goes, you'll find somebody else to beat you. But you got to watch those kind of people. Before you join up, before you become a part of a ministry, you need to fast and pray. Ask God where he wants you to go. And you find out all the kind of crazy stuff like that break camp quick, fast, and hurt. Because they're out for the almighty dollar. There's nothing wrong with riding out or having a roof cross or fence or whatever you want to have. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, because Solomon was one of the richest men out there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Job had that. It's not that God don't want you to have the money. He don't want the money to have you. And, you know, so we got to, if you own stuff, don't let it own you. Don't let it control your life. Right. Mm-hmm. You get a car. Nobody can ride in it as soon as they get out the car. You know, you got a vacuum cleaner, vacuum ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you don't need that. You don't need that nobody ride with you. And so then, you know, but we got to realize what life is all about. And mm-hmm. we, a lot of people just go to church because they probably don't have nothing else to do or nowhere else to go until, you know, football season or baseball season or basketball season. Or whatever sport they're interested in, most of the time the football game is watching me. I might start out watching it, but you know, we got the game going on. So I'm not hooked into stuff like I used to be. When I was a teenager, I used to play football all summer long. But God wants us to push Him first in everything. And, and, and you know, so let us do what I say. He collects the jealous girl. He don't want us to. Put nothing before him. Amen. Remember that. Don't sell it for second best. Don't sell it for less. And God is at God's perfect will. Marriage healing is a part of the redemption. And that's what he wants. He wants our marriage to be healed. Sure, we're going to have a few problems, but sit down and talk about stuff. Instead of arguing and fussing, you can't hear me and I can't hear you because we're on that fussing at one another. We're not talking to each other. We're hollering at one another. You can't understand me and I can't understand you. You have to sit down and calm down and then discuss the problem. You know, that's what we have to do. And if people with children, don't let the children, you know, come between you and your husband or you and your wife. You know, let them get them straight right off. If you tell little Johnny, said, no, you can't go to the mama say, what did your dad say? If he say no, that means no for me and for him. Same thing with the wife. If she tells you go to dad, what your mama say? No, well, that means no. You got to stand in your ground when you come out smart, but you're not. They smart the will. 
So you got to let them know you say no, that's no. They ain't that good man out there right now. They don't need none of those these Nike shoes and drug shoes, eighty, ninety, hundred dollars. They can even sell a real job. And they walk around where? But that's not that's not smart. You need education. You need to be able to read and write. You know, that's what we need to learn how to do. Read and write. We where it's written in the Bible that we have to buy our children that kind of expensive stuff like they don't say that anywhere. You can go to Walmart and buy a pair of pins, but they don't want to wear it, go back with it. You know, but you don't have to do that. You do that because you love it. You, you want them to have it. You want them to look real good. And they, they, they couldn't have came up when I came up. After that, I wore the Monday to school. I had to wash out and wear a wedding. You didn't have changed your clothes. I did. So, you know, I learned how to deal with stuff and live. Don't let stuff stop you from moving. I didn't never miss a day out of school. Never rain hard enough. I was never sick enough to miss a day. You know, so we got to make up in my mind what we're going to do and do it from your heart. Love what you do. It's never too late for God. Amen. Don't give up on God because he's not going to give up on you. So I know a young couple who went through a really traumatic marriage tragedy. They were even Christians, active in the church, and worked uh, worked in the ministry. But the devil began to attack their marriage. The husband became discouraged and drifted into sin. He slipped into the worldly uh, practices. One thing led to another. Finally, he got involved in adultery. He left home in spite of his actions. His wife didn't want a divorce, but he divorced her anyway. So just so his wife thought, well, I just go on with my life. I try to be happy. And listen, we don't listen to husband that listen, you should be happy. He can make you happier. And and Pastor, he made himself happy. So you can make yourself happy. Instead of sitting around looking gloomy. Listen, uh you got to do better. Don't let things get you down. That's the purpose of you going to the service and, and, and listening to the word of God and come home and study. And pray and rejoice. I know some of them are a little weaker than others, but you can't let life or things get you down and where you don't want to live, where you want to commit suicide, a suicide, and all that. You can't do that. Listen, I got to, this is not your life. This is not your life. This belongs to God. Your body, your life belongs to Him. There's a purpose for us to be here. There's a destiny that we've got to reach. We can't do that in the grave, dog. So that's what we have to do. Just, you know, we got to stay in the word. Amen. But he divorced her anyhow. That's what he did. He divorced But I'll do something for God. She was thinking for about going to Bible school, traveling and doing things for it all. And God saw her heart. So he thought it was she thought it was too late. 
it was all over. The devil told us there is there was nothing in God's word that pertained to her situation. She didn't know there was healing for her marriage. Wrecked, wrecked her marriage. One day as she was sitting in Lakewood Church, listening to a speaker, God dealt with her, her heart and said, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. You don't have to lose your husband and your marriage. And he spoke to her and said, I want to restore your marriage. Remember, this is after they had already divorced. From that day on, she began to seek God. About one year later, God got, her, got a hold of her. This is this hub of her, of her husband. Right before he married someone else. And brought him home. What a what a miracle, a miraculous healing took place. Today, this couple is united and working together for the Lord. They have a blessed and beautiful marriage. But the point I want to make is that at first the wife really didn't know God. God's word provided healing for a broken marriage. The devil lied to her. But as soon as he knew the truth, she grabbed hold of it and believed God to restore her marriage, to restore her home. So that's what we have to do. We have to believe God. Believe his word over everybody else's word. And if you're talking out of the head about your eye, you brought you out of the I also heard some stuff like that too. They let their family members talk them into getting a divorce. You know, you know, people just, you know, you don't let people talk about this, this, none of them were married. But you let them talk you really get to get the divorce. So that means you <laughs> you rather talk, listen to what your family say and the man taking care of you and the, the children. Uh, some people just don't realize how good they got until they don't have it. Well run dry. And the same people talking there, yeah, and then no, I'm still a marriage attention. Yeah, but the thing is, believe God. He has to he is the he has to answer, he is the answer. To every situation, to every problem. So let us remember there are six lines that devil uses to destroy marriages. So we we're gonna cut off here and uh if anybody out there is sick, having problems with your marriage, uh, with your, uh, you take in what I just said, uh, God can and will heal your marriage if you want it. If you want to save your marriage, you can do that. If, you know, you got to work with God. And you trust Him when you can't trace Him. What you have to do is, like I said, you've got to trust the process. My God. Trust the process. And that's what in marriage.
I had a problem. But anyway, God has been good to me. I have a beautiful wife, and then we have children. I, you know, before I married her, she had some. Before I had who she married, I had some. But we got a beautiful family. And listen, I'm happy with them, and they're happy with me. I love them, they love me. So it takes time. People be married 30, 40 years. It, they had to work on they have to really work on it. But the devil don't stop because you can run him off. He's coming back. He might come in your sleep. But he's coming. But like I said, you can't keep him from coming around, but you can show can keep him from hanging around. And keep it. But remember the word of God is true. It is the truth. It's real. It's not play play. Amen. This is not well, Superman can come in and rescue you. A Batman can come in and rescue you. A Spider-Man can come in and rescue you. A Mr. Cap Captain America. No, this is all about God. Amen. God is the head of the family, of yeah. the church. Yeah. And the man is the head of the house. That don't mean you're a group. When you snap your fingers and clap your hands, everybody's going to jump and run uh -oh. and what you want. No, that's not how it is. Rule your house with love. Love conquers all. Love conquers all. If you blame bullying somebody, you can't bully your wife and your children. That ain't gonna work. They have they despise you, hate you because of the way you, uh, you know, treating them, and that's not good for you. And like I gotta say, women, stop fussing about every argument, complaining about everything. You know, pray and try to fix it. And you get what things out for you to let it. But the thing is, we don't have no faith. We don't use the faith. We don't, we don't trust that. If we don't trust them, we're going to try to work it out ourselves. We can't work. We're going to go to Matt and Mary and all our folks. Yes. Now, folks need help themselves. How do they help you? They ain't worth shit because they ain't witchcraft and sorcery. Yep. And black magic and white magic. Mm -hmm. Stay away from them folks. They have a gift. They were born with a gift without repentance. If they give their lives to the Lord, the Lord will use that same gift in, you know, in God. But they're on the outside. You know, and I want every marriage to, you know, to be, every marriage come to be happy. Work things out. Pray. And a lot of people, they are not in church, so, that, you know, they, they don't know nothing else to do. And they need this. And we, uh, I heard somebody say about the men in church and the women are missing. The church has always been being in men. But the women have been there from the, from the beginning. And, uh, you know, the men is out of faith, so the women got to take up the slack. They got to um, preach the word. You know, but God said in the last day, he would pour out a spirit upon all friends. That the young men, young women, young girls, young boys, and everybody. So everybody cares with it. And then if God ain't complaining, why don't we complain? Mm. Say that. <laughs> God, God ain't never say you can't preach no more. You can't pastor no more. I didn't call you. He called, he chose Mary. Mary carried the word for nine months. So if Mary carried the word for nine months, why can't a woman preach the word? My God, come they on, Pastor. You know, they got to they got to remember now. Uh they had uh Deborah. Was it Deborah or Deborah? 
was a was a, was a prophetess, and she was an overseer. She was a counselor. She led people. She was a leader. We got to remember. So, uh, you know, God can use what you want to use. If he can use a root, you know, jackass, why not? Why not? You know, if he just, God can do what he wants to do. Use what you want to do. Nobody can tell God what he's going to do, how to do it, who he can use, and who he can't use. So, uh, if you're out there, I'm praying for your marriages. I'm praying for your health. I'm praying for your finances. Oh my God. I'm praying for your kids. Yes, I don't know. I'm praying for the situation that you're in. I don't have a hope you're out of a higher. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Glory to the Father, we thank you for those that are listening tonight. I pray, God, that your word, I know your word's not going to fall on bad ground, going to fall on good ground. So they get it in you, shut out of a higher. But you said you want to fall on good ground. And I know somebody taking it in. Somebody going to cry to their life. Somebody thinking about it. I'm going to shut out of the higher. Any the outside or look inside. If you love somebody, you won't give up on them. God loved us so. He saved us while we were yet sinners. I'm going to shoot you to Ohio. So that's love, baby. Right? Sin is only begotten so. Thank you, Jesus. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Sandy. Holy Ghost. We, we, uh, that your will be done in these people's lives. We pray, we dispatch our angels 
and take control of our automobile. Let them use you, Pastor. Amen. Don't hold it, wait. Don't hold it, wait. There's no other way. I heard Oprah said that there's another way. I said, well, let me talk to that woman right quick with all her opinions. She got money, don't have no wisdom, no sense. She don't know. God is real. And you can't, you just can't walk, walk up and knock on heaven's doors and let me in because I'm Oprah Winfrey or whoever it might be. It don't work that way. That's real time. Yeah, 
I hope you got something out of this message tonight. I'm not finished with it. I'm going to do some more next uh, next Tuesday night. I hope she can it. I mean, I thank God for, for Apostle Erica, for Apostle Tate, and all those who are listening tonight on radio, on blog radio. I, I really appreciate this opportunity that God has given me to do that. He opened for me. I appreciate it, and I love him even the more for what he's done. Hey, my eyes are giving me a chance to preach to all of these people that I don't even see. Huh? Have your way, Holy Ghost. Let him use you, man. Lord, I thank God. Amen for all of you out there. I really appreciate you. I love you. So we're going to give it into the hands of Apostle Erica. Amen. We're going to go ahead and open up the floor on tonight. Amen. For those who want to release a word of empowerment. Amen. Amen. For this man of God on tonight. Amen. Pastor Goffin. Amen. On tonight, I'm going to release the word. Amen. Release the word. Amen. I'm going to tell you every word that is released. Amen. People are getting a word of empowerment in on tonight. So I just released the word. God bless you. Else out there, Amen. God bless you. Thank Lord for the Amen. Thank God, you. God bless you, Sheila. Love you, sis. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We are out. Like I said, we just thank God for what He is doing uh, in this season for His people. Amen. And um, and and even in the year of. Uh, 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 they say that even in the midst of pandemic, uh, restoration can't take rest, uh, can't take place. Yes, it can. Um, and it can take place in every aspect. Amen. As, you know, and as long as what you put before the Lord, uh, put before the Lord to restore, just like when, when, uh, my God, when, uh, when Hannah went before, went before, amen, in the temple, because, you know, the fact that, uh, Penina provoked her. And sometimes people do will provoke you to do certain things. Uh, they, they will provoke you to act out of character. But see, what happened is the job of the enemy is to kill, steal, and destroy. So because of that, that was the assignment of Penina. Okay, that was that assignment for her. That let, that let you know that she was spoiled, she was bougie, she was everything and then some. But then God used someone like Hannah, you know, and even though they, Elkanah loved her, but even God shut up her womb. Why? Because he wanted to show forth a manifestation of miracles. So sometimes uh, God will shut down some things temporarily. And when that season is released, then he released you back into it. He released that blessing to you. He released. But, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that the blessing ain't just not going to come to you because you're waiting. The blessing comes from you when you go through a test. Your blessing comes through when you have endured it said, he that endure it to the end, right, shall be rescued. So at the end of the process, just like what Pastor Gawker said tonight, at the end of the process, there's a process that you have to go. It's very systematic that goes through different steps um, in our lives. So because of that, 
he carry us through to see which direction that we are headed or which direction that we're going. Amen. Uh, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a relationship, you're, you're building your relationship closer to God, whether it's uh, building an intimacy with him, you know, and sometimes he'll place you by yourself for a little while to really real to make you realize um, the grass is not green on the other side. How about that? You know, and sometimes because people don't take that, take that instruction, people feel like they can do what they want to do. And then, you know, when they get out there, they realize that it's not it, it is not it. So sometimes because people are so hard at it and just like how remember how God had hardened Pharaoh's heart. Sometimes he can hard your heart and your heart to teach you a lesson or to draw attention to get your attention. And he does those different things. Um, so we give honor on tonight, man. We, I thank God for that. Uh, thank God for that impartation on tonight. That I'm telling you, if you're broken, I guarantee you, we get off this off this uh, off this platform. I guarantee you, you will be restored. Why? Because of the help of the Lord. Why? Because of empowerment. Why? Because people are listening. There are broken relationships. There are broken marriages. There are broken family members. They're broken. Everybody is broken because of what have transpired or what had taken place. People have let other things become gods before them, right? The money, the this, the lotto, the this, the, the jobs, everything come before them instead of putting what's uh, 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 that's ahead, you know. Um, but we give God glory for this because, you know, he gives us uh, opportunity to really to spread the word, um, spread the word, not even to spread the word, but we're touching lives amen, in the midst of 19 countries and 27 states. Um, and God has been truly good, you know, and, you know, it wasn't enough for us, but it was just enough to allow us to be humble in the midst of the pandemic that he is expanding and working uh, gathering preachers and teachers together in a network to uh, to expand God's kingdom. We didn't say our kingdom, right? We said God's kingdom, right? We said the uh, Christ. This is Christ's church because Christ has purchased His blood. The blood He shed His blood for the church, and people get so carnal minded and get so caught up. You know, remember Jesus was married to the backslider. He's married to the church. So when you're married amen, to the amen. church, there is a commitment. There is, you know, you know, and, and when you spend time away from God, that's like committing adultery because you're, you're you're spending that time away from him and you're not paying no attention. I didn't really think about that. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, that's some serious stuff, you know, and, and, and it makes sure it makes your, uh, uh, your, your spirit grieves because oh my god i'm not spending that time like i used to i'm not used to i'm not in my word like i used to because i'm getting tired of. but you know what the reality check is you can spend all that time in church you can spend all that time with everybody you can spend all this time on the radio but you ain't spend no time with you and him by yourselves that's what he's looking for and that's true we do we that's how come a lot of broken marriages or broken relationships or whatever happens mostly in the church because we spend so much in the building to the point that when we away from him we don't know how to act we feel that that's what that's the only time that we go no you got to really spend some personal and intimate time with him there's no reason and no reason that no one should be not able to speak in tongues <coughs> no reason i don't care if it's two words or A, B, C, E, F, G, L, M, N, P, whatever. Whatever God has laid in your heart. Spanish, Hebrew, Chaldean, whatever. 
There's no reason. Why? Because you build an intimate relationship with them. And see, when we build that intimate relationship with him, that's like building a marriage. When you go into when you go into everybody assembly, like we're going in assembly, you know, we're all from different states and we're in the assembly. Right. He said the Bible says assemble ourselves among the body of believers. Did you see anywhere it says assemble ourselves in the body of a building? You don't see it nowhere in the scripture. But we use that. We use the building. The purpose of the building is for us to get together to build strength among each other. But see what happened. The, the pandemic broke that down. Say, guess what? We are the evolving church. There is an evolving door, right? There is no pew no more. There's no benches no more. There's no building. Now what you going to do? Are you going to assemble yourself now? How you going to do it? Amen. He said, where the spirit is, there is liberty. And where there's liberty, there is freedom. So it, whatever that you have your relationship with God, whether it's intimate in your household, guess what? That is where the Holy Spirit dwells. The church is within you. The Holy Spirit is within you. Uh, in order to, you cannot even build a strong, uh, uh, not even a strong marriage if you ain't got your own personal relationship right. That's hard. Because it makes you un- it makes you unequally yoked and unstable, you know, you you know. Yeah, I understand. It said that the Bible talks about say a, 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 a husband is saved by a sanctified wife and a wife is saved by a sanctified husband. But at the same time, it said seek your soul, seek your soul salvation. You can't do it for your wife and your husband. Show can't, doggone show can't do it for you. Because when judgment day, it's not going to be you and, and your husband. It's going to be you, yourself, and yourself. How about that? And so I had to realize, we had to realize that that sometimes God will allow us even to go through what we go through, a legal separation, a marriage separation, a divorce, or like you said, anything, a separation. Why? Because he wants to deal with us where we at. And when he deals with us where, where we at, some the only way that God can heal you, God can't heal you when everything is all right. God only heals when you're going through. Why? Because there's a process that you have to go through, just like Pastor Gotham said tonight. There's a process you got to go through, and we're going to got to go through that. You have to be on get back on the potter's wheel and find out, okay, what you know, God has put me through something. I want to know what this is about. And sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes, you know, we look at the other person, why, why, why? But then sometimes we gotta really have to look at ourselves. It's a little man examine ourselves. It didn't say examine your mate. It did not say examine this person. No, he said yourself. And so, so when there's a spirit of conviction, that's where that's where the marriage of the church comes involved because the Holy Spirit is married and interwoven into the trium. Come on, somebody. Amen. So we, Amen. we we just thank God. I ain't gonna preach. I ain't doing none of that stuff. Let me tell you, Pastor Golf and run that thing tonight, as always. <laughs> Lady got this, as always, you know. But we just wanted just to give a word of empowerment to you, to you both. Amen. That we love you, and we pray that God continues to push your push push the ministry that God has assigned you as head coaches. You heard, notice I said head coaches. <laughs> and the reason why I said that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why I said that, because the Bible says that we are all members of the body of Christ. It don't matter whether we are apostle, prophet, uh, evangelist, teacher, preacher, pastor. It doesn't matter. It, 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 no, it said we are our members of the body of Christ. 
we just got different functionalities. But when we are head coaches, the purpose of the head coaches is to build a team, send them out, grab some more, build a team, send them out. What he said, discipleship, right? Yeah. Okay, said discipleship. He didn't say a membership club. It didn't say a 24-hour fitness, right? You don't see that nowhere in the Bible, y'all. No 24-hour fitness. There is no, 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 uh, what you call it, planet fitness or uh, whatever. (laughs) All the exercise. None of that stuff, you know? It didn't say BJ Club. No, it didn't say that. It just said we all, see, we thank God we serve a God of us. It's a humor. But really, sincerely, we just give God honor tonight for everyone that's tuning in live, that's supporting, amen, on tonight, supporting all, every single night that God is allowing us to be able to use the gifts. And we have multiple preachers coming on throughout the week, and we are, we just, we are just fortunate and blessed that God has opened up the doors. Amen. I'm going to tell you, well, let me tell you, the skies is the limit. Listen, if TBN can do it, why can't we? Come on, somebody. If the Word Network can do it, why we can't do it? You know, because the Bible said that we can, I can do all things through Christ. And he's talking about I, that means all of us as a whole. And, and technically, all of us are I. I can do all things through Christ to strengthen me. So that means each and every one of us can do it. What? Through the strength of Christ. So like I said, if TBN can do it, Word Network can do it, Preach the Word Network. Many networks have already contacted me personally. But because in the season, God did not release me to go there. I stood there because I waited to see. Waited. See, sometimes we go ahead of stuff and mess stuff up. So when God, you know, sometimes he'll put something in front of you to see what, you know, where you're going to go, which direction you're going to go with it. You know, you know, don't be so quick to be up in nobody else's pulpit. Guess what? The world is your pulpit. That's what it that's where it's at right now. The streets is the pulpit. Come on. That's the pulpit. That is the world where we need to, to, to reach out. We don't need to be dealing with no recycled saints. We got too many recycled saints. And sometimes the recycled saints are like whore hoppers anyway between church church anyway, because their spirit ain't right. Now you know what? We know this type was right. You know, and people need to understand we got to be stopped being unstable. We ain't talking about the sinners being unstable. We got church folks being unstable. And so the kingdom is to be right. See, when you when you are who you say you are, when, you know, Pastor Goff and say he say Franklin, a pastor. You didn't say he say Pastor Franklin. Sometimes he'll say it. But Franklin comes first before the pastor. Why? Because he's a husband first. Come on, somebody. Okay. She's a wife first. Then she's a late lady. I'm a mommy first. (laughs) Before anything else. Because what mommy can mommy can do that uh apostle can't do nothing no and but in my right mind, mommy can do a lot more damage when it comes to these kids. So we we listen. We you know one thing we like. One thing we love about 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 the uh, the radio. The radio. You we bring it and we give it to them raw. You got to give them the real authentic word. You got to be able to go just like beyond the four walls. Just like what Pastor Gaffin, Pastor Goffin says, beyond go work beyond the walls. We have to stop being handicapped and think you have to have a building to do something. No, it don't work like that. Do you know the first church in Acts two and three? Um, um started out in the home. Come on. Yes, in a house. 
Pentecost fell on in a house. A what? On top of a roof. Holy, hello, somebody. That's where it begins. Your home. And then once you move it out your home, then you go out. Then you go out to the building. You go out to the building. You you get your little building, whatever. But don't put yourself in debt. Come on now. Do not put yourself in debt because if you don't pay your bills, God, you can't go to God and ask him to pay your bills when you know you're accountable to pay your bills. Because if a man and a woman don't work, what? They don't eat. So we got to use some wisdom. We got to use some wisdom. We got to use some wisdom. But that, And that's in everything that we do. You know, but I re- really enjoyed that tonight. That was that was powerful. That was empowering. Amen. 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 All right. Elect lady. Amen. Elect lady, where are you at? <laughs> you don't go back. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor Gossip. Just go ahead and close this out, man of God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I thank God for the encouraging words. So. everybody tuning in on tonight amen i'm tuning in i'm going to another platform at nine o'clock in god's word but god bless you have a blessed night amen god bless you